This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair's too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney Plus. Welcome to the mom room. This is the last solo episode that I will be recording in this location because I'm recording this on Monday. We move on Friday. The movers come Wednesday morning. So we hired people to pack all of our stuff. So they start packing Wednesday morning. They'll pack on the 6th as well. So Wednesday, Thursday, and then they will drive our stuff over to the new house on Friday. So this is the last episode ever in this spot. No more pink wall. The new house, it's interesting. We looked at this house. It's one of the first houses that we looked at when we started looking at houses in Guelph. And I was obsessed with it. But I'm like, it's not going to work because there's no dedicated office space. They have a bedroom and an open den area in the basement, which I thought would work. So we went and looked at it. But the ceilings are really low in the basement and the basement is small. We often have both of our sets of parents visiting for extended periods of time, especially my husband's parents or mom because she lives in Vancouver. So I was like, it's just not going to work. And then... We looked at so many more houses. We put in offers on a couple other houses. We lost them or it didn't work out. And then I just had this epiphany one day. I was sitting in the bathtub, as I do. And I was like, texted my husband. I'm like, let's just get that house. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, like it's at the lower end of our budget, which is lovely because we can do stuff in the backyard. We can travel lots. Like we're not going to feel like we're spending a ton. We're still spending a ton of money on a house, let's be honest. But you know what I mean? Like we're not going to be like, ooh, like it's at the top of our budget. So that's really good. Um, Maybe we'll put in a pool, get a sauna, you know, all those fun things. Also, I want to start eating 100% grass-fed beef. Like, that shit costs money. I know, guys. I'm probably annoying some of you guys. That's okay. Nobody likes... No, people like to talk about nutrition, but people get so uptight about it and um, just do not have an open mind. But anyways, I know some of you probably think like, ooh, grass-fed is a waste of money. It's so stupid. Anyways, 
so yeah, we were like, let's just get that house. And the only big downside, there's one less bedroom. So there's only three bedrooms upstairs. And as you guys know, I do not sleep with my husband. We have separate rooms. So that means there's not an extra bedroom upstairs. Right now, the majority of Milo's toys and all the stuff like bedding and curtains and stuff like that is in that extra bedroom. So that's going to be a struggle. We have the house is smaller and we have way less storage space. Now, I'm hopefully going to be working with a company in Guelph to add storage to the dining dining room area. It's not really a room because the whole main floor is open concept. But I want to put in some built-ins along that wall. And then where our TV will go in the main living space, you can put built-ins all on that wall as well. I need to get my closet done because as of right now, they just have the wire hanger things. So the closet could be much more functional with some built-ins and stuff. So I don't even know why I started talking about this, but oh yeah. It'll, it'll just be interesting. But the reason initially why I was like, this house isn't going to work is because there was no office space and I didn't want to be working 24-7 in a basement with a smaller window. You know what I mean? I like to be on the main floor. This current office is perfect because I can look outside in the front yard. Like there's two massive windows on each side of my computer. I love it. So what we decided... I was like, we can just make it work. I will either build a studio or an office space in the backyard. And there's so many good options for that nowadays because with COVID, so many people started working from home but didn't have the space to work from home. So there's all these companies now that build office space in the backyard, like little bunkies that are fully functional as an office. I was like, that's an option looked into that. And then I was like, you know what? I'd rather live in the house for a year before I spend a lot of money building an office in the backyard. So what I decided is to put a desk in behind the couch in the main living area. Remember, it's like open concept because we stayed at an Airbnb in, it was near Coventry where we saw Harry Styles. And the way the living room was set up It was one big room and they had the couch and like the TV area designated like an area rug, coffee table, like cute, cute. Um, And then they had a desk lining the back of the couch with an office chair and like storage for the office and stuff like that. And I really liked the way that it looked and our layout of our house would allow us to do that. So I'm going to try that and I will either... Put my just keep my laptop on that desk so that it's not a big noticeable thing. You know, you can just close your laptop. And then I'll put my iMac downstairs in the I haven't decided yet if I'm gonna take over the room that has an actual door on it or the open den. It's like a it's a room, but there's no actual door on it. We could put like a sliding barn door or something. It's smaller, but not by that much. And there's no window which might actually be better for studio purposes, which I learned it's not good to have natural sunlight if you have your professional camera lights, which I use. So I'm gonna set up a studio to record with people and record my solos in the basement. And then 
when I'm just doing work and meetings and editing and stuff like that, I can do it at the desk in the main living space. So we will see how that goes for like a year. Um, hopefully, I don't want to, like hopefully it works and I don't have to, you know, spend a lot of money to put a full studio office space in the backyard. <clears throat> so we shall see. Uh, so yeah, we move on Friday officially. So I will give you guys a tour and you can watch us try and unpack and get organized. It should be fun. We have purged and got rid of so many things. It's nuts. Like donated, cleaned out just like old shit that we don't use. It's wild how you just hold on to things for no reason. And this always happens. Like when we listed our house for sale, in like a matter of days, we had the house incredibly perfect. And now it's the same thing. We're moving in a few days and we do all the things that we've wanted to do and just left undone for three years. Like we totally cleaned out the shed. We have donated all the things, like sold things that we didn't want anymore. Like, why don't we just do that in our day-to-day -day lives? It drives me nuts. So in this new house, I'm going to try and keep that mentality of let's keep the house only having things in it that we use day to day. Everything has a place. I'm going to be using some of Go Simplified's tips, obviously. Download one of her. Um, I think she has workbooks or I don't know what you want to call it, but information things that you can download online specifically for kitchens. The kitchen is going to be the worst part because it's a lot smaller. And like I said, there's not a lot of storage. This house that we're in right now, the people that lived here before us love storage. Let me tell you, our mudroom is just full of storage. This mudroom in the new house is just a closet. We don't even have a closet in the front entrance, which so many houses had when we went to go look at them because we looked at quite a few older homes that were completely like torn down to the studs and then rebuilt into these like nice modern houses. And so often it meant that there was no like designated front entrance, if that makes sense. It's like you just walk into the house. We are going to try and obviously work with someone or even my mom has really good ideas to try and make the front door functional so we can still use it and like have a place to put a couple pairs of shoes and coats and stuff because I don't like using the entrance in the garage. That's another thing. It's a single car garage and we have a two car garage here. So we have really had to narrow down on our shit. So <clears throat> that's that on that. Where's my little card? Oh, here it is. I also have a terrible cough. I know I haven't coughed yet, which is shocking, but it's worse in the morning and it's worse in the evening. But our plans for this week, because we have movers coming for two days, the plan was I was going to take Milo to my mom's house. Now that he has hand, foot, and mouth, which we think it is, I think it is for sure, we're not going to my mom's house because obviously we don't want to pass it to Poppy at all. So we are completely staying away from, from my mom or my sister that we're not going north, okay? We are avoiding Northern Ontario just in the small 
chance that we pass hand, foot, and mouth on to Poppy, okay? Um, The more and more I read about it, it's like, and I have friends who are doctors, it's like they're most contagious before the blisters even appear. And even after the blisters are gone, the virus can stay present in their stool, so in their poop, uh, for months. No, I think it was 12 weeks. So yeah, 4, 8, 12, 3 months, which is nuts. So yeah, I guess if we do end up going north, which we will this summer, Poppy can't go near Milo's poop. And we're going to have to like be very diligent about Lysoling things and whatnot. So <clears throat> they're most contagious before the blisters even appear. It's wild to me that he is almost five years old and we have never experienced this before. Not in daycare. Not like He started daycare when he was 12 months old and he's now going to be five and we have never had hand, foot and mouth. Knock on wood. Blows my mind because it seems to be extremely common. So many people messaged me and they were like, oh my God, we've had this four times in the last year. I'm like, what? Mind blown. So we are very lucky in that sense. But it also shocks me that he didn't, he probably didn't get it from school because we were in Switzerland for eight days and then we got home Wednesday night and Thursday night is when we saw the first blister in between his toes. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. You guys know I have been very intentional with what we've been eating lately. I'm looking at protein, I'm looking at sugar content, and avoiding things like artificial ingredients or colorings. Milo used to always want pancakes or waffles in the mornings, and now he is getting into cereal, and I'm so excited because Magic Spoon is the perfect option. Their variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. They have zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of carbs per serving. They're made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and I'm just so happy that he's getting a good amount of protein before he goes off to school. And it's a great snack for me and my husband too, because 13 to 14 grams of protein in the cereal, now you add a high protein milk, you're set. That is such a high protein snack or meal. I should also mention that it is gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So go to magicspoon.com slash momroom to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code momroom at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash momroom and use the code momroom to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. It is 2024. As busy parents, it's hard to completely overhaul our lives, but what we can do is make small changes that will make our lives easier. And that is where Little Spoon comes in. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Little Spoon offers baby blends, biteables, and plates. So baby blends is fresh, organic baby food. They have single ingredients, but also multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. 
Biteables make the transition to finger foods easy because they are cut perfectly to size, which promotes self-feeding. And of course, all the Biteables are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. And then there are plates for your toddlers and your bigger kids. They are meals that are free of all the bad stuff. They taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. They have things like hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous things like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. Little Spoon also has smoothies and build-it-yourself lunches. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? It is super flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. You can pick up the menu and change up what you order every single time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You and your kids will love it. It's a huge win-win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. I'm pretty sure even if he was exposed Thursday morning at school, a blister wouldn't have appeared Thursday night. Or maybe it would have. I don't know. But it seems unlikely. So where would he have gotten this in Switzerland? And then my husband was like, maybe it's because he licks everything all the time. I'm like, oh my God, it's so true. Like we go on public transportation. He's like licking the windows, like face right up against the window. It's, we're like, stop, like don't lick things. And now he has hand, foot and mouth. So there you go. So yeah, it's wild that he never got it in four years of school and daycare, but he got it on a trip to Switzerland. Like we did go to a public pool area, but not for very long. I know it doesn't matter. You can get it whenever, but it's probably from him licking something for sure. Like the, the pedal boat, who knows? So all of this to say, I was supposed to go up to my mom's house this week to make everything very easy. The movers come, we're out of the way. My mom already has bubbles, so we don't have to deal with bubbles. He does not like people in the house, especially people packing up our shit to move. So then when we found out we couldn't go to my mom's, we were like, maybe I'll... Because the the idea was, before I had the idea to go to my mom's, I was like, maybe we I'll take Milo downtown for two or three nights and we can do some downtown fun things. Like I'll take him to Medieval Times. We'll get a hotel that has a pool. We can go swimming go to the movies, whatever, like go to, you can take the boat over to Toronto Island, like walk around, you know, downtown Toronto city stuff that people do, CN Tower. That was my idea. And then when we were in Switzerland and we were staying in a hotel together for eight days, I was like, okay, I'm sick of hotels. I'll just go to my mom's house. But now we can't go to my mom's house. So then I was like, okay, now if we stay in a hotel, and we can't fucking do anything, what am I going to do with a four-year-old in a hotel downtown? Like, shoot me. Like, that is not fun. Uh, What are we going to do? Sit there and watch Bluey 24-7? Because in my mind, I was like, we can't go anywhere. Like, I was taking this hand, foot, and mouth thing so seriously. And maybe some of you are like, you should be, bitch. But he doesn't have open sores. He doesn't, he has zero fever. He has not had one single symptom. It's literally looks like little pen dots on his hand. Like it's not a blister blister, if that makes sense. So, but I was still, I didn't understand enough about it until now I've been reading about it and talking to people and doctors and whatnot. So it's, 
It's not that I have to keep him locked in a hotel room for three nights. People are like, you can go and do stuff, um, especially if he has no fever, he doesn't have blisters, you know. I'm just not going to... My, my friend was like, just don't, you know, like go to McDonald's play place. But even still, maybe that would be fine. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And it seems like a lot of people don't really know. So what we're going to do is we got a hotel downtown. And initially I was like, I don't even want to go downtown because I have a cough. I have these crazy coughing fits that happen every once in a while where I'm literally like healed over going to vomit because I'm like gagging myself. So I was like, I don't want to go to medieval times or like to a movie theater because I'm so paranoid about having a coughing attack in public because I have PTSD from having the worst cough in the world when I lived in Ottawa and I was on the bus because back then you go to school, doesn't matter if you're half dead, you go to school, especially grad school. You don't miss a fucking class because you have a cough. So I went to class, probably eight halls the entire time to not cough. And then on the bus on the way home, I think it was winter time. And you know how like breathing in cold air makes you wanna cough? I'm on the bus going home the worst coughing attack. Like I thought I was dying. Like, you know, when you're coughing so much, you can't get air. I got off at the next bus stop and just like walked around for a bit, like hacking my face off until I stopped coughing to get back on the bus. And it's kind of like how people say, you know, if people have an allergic reaction to something and then they go and hide because they're embarrassed. Like, hi, that's me. I'm coughing my face off and I'm like, oh my God, nobody look at me. I'm going to get off the bus and run away. (sighs) Being a human is fun. So anyways, I always think about that. Another time, so this was the same illness and I think it was connected to like a sinus infection. My landlord, I was renting a condo. This was during grad school, same same time. My landlord called me because he was going to come over the next day to like change a filter and something or whatever. He called me and I picked up the phone and started immediately having a coughing attack and he was on the other end of the phone like uh are you okay are you okay and I was like trying to talk rage coughing so I have this thing with coughing I don't like it even when Milo has a cough or my husband has a cough I'm like anxiety I'm just like stop coughing right now like I don't want anybody to cough like and it's my own issue like it's it's, I know it's my problem So I was like, I don't want to stay in a hotel with Milo because I'm not going to be able to go anywhere or I'm not going to want to go anywhere because what if I get a coughing attack? And my husband's like, oh my God, okay, so I'll take Milo to the hotel. You stay here. But then in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to stay here with movers hacking like up a lung. So we've just like been in limbo. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? We looked at like hotels that are nearby our house, um... And we're like, you know, during the day when the movers are here, we can take Milo to like HomeSense or like go have a picnic or, you know, do something like that. And then we just decided finally to rent the hotel, rent the hotel, book the hotel, reserve the hotel. So I think I'm going to go downtown with Milo and we'll see what the fuck we do. Like, I don't know what to expect. It seems crazy. And this is what I was saying to the guy that uh, works with me. I was like, it's funny, like, because he lives downtown and he was explaining to me to take public transportation to to get places easily. 
And I'm like, it's so funny. Like, I can go to these European cities like London, Switzerland. That's not a city. That's a country. But you know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, public transportation. Like, here, give me a pass. Boop, de doop, doop, doop. Like, look it up on my phone. Like, I can go here, go there, go there. But in the city that I live in, that I don't normally take public transportation in, I'm like, take public transportation in Toronto? Seems impossible. Like, impossible. But if I go to these countries where I've never been before, hop off a plane, I'm just like, I can get anywhere easy. Easy peasy. Because in my mind, I'm like... I was just in Lucerne with Milo and we took the bus. We, you know, I took like freaking boat to get to the spot. Like, it's fine. It's going to be fine. And there's also a language barrier for the most part. Most people speak English there. But I traveled all over Italy and Germany and by myself, just traveling all over the place. Like, not a problem. But for some reason, to do it in my own city, I'm like, uh, I'm nervous. I don't know why that is because yeah I don't know why is it that I'm I'm distracted because I'm picking off my shellac toenail polish anywho <clears throat> so we booked the hotel and stay tuned to see what we're gonna do well by the time this is out we will have been in the hotel for two nights so hopefully we're doing well what else guys oh yeah I forgot to tell you I saw The Little Mermaid before I went to Switzerland with my friend Kathy, and she is like a huge Little Mermaid fan, okay? She knows everything. I saw it when I was little, but I wouldn't say I'm like a huge Little Mermaid fan. So we're sitting there, the opening credits are starting, you know, you can like see the mermaids swimming around, and because it's the live action version like it's not a cartoon it's real people I like lean over to Kathy and I'm like are the is the candlestick and the clock played by real people genuine just like total I was serious and she leans over and she's like that's fucking beauty and the beast I was like oh my god I'm so dumb uh I legit like that was an honest question And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I really don't know much about The Little Mermaid. So then, you know, 10, 15 minutes into the movie, I'm like, how does she get end up getting feet? You know, like, I I couldn't put it all together. She's like, oh, my God, just keep watching. Or no, what did she say? Like, the spell from Ursula or something? I was like, what? So then when I came home, the movie was really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it, like, watching it at home, sitting on the couch with my husband. But I really enjoyed it in the movie theater, eating treats and, uh, you know, drinking a beer. It was it was lovely. I looked it up when I got home because I was like, what year was this movie made? It was made in 18. No. Oh, my God, Renee. Oh, my God. 1989. So I was four. And Ariel in the movie, like in the cartoon, if you look up the movie synopsis or whatever. Ariel is 16 years old. So she's 16 years old marrying a prince. Just odd. Like that would not happen in 2023. They would not have a character that's 16 getting married. Or would they? You know, I should look up the ages of other Disney. Is she a princess? Other Disney female characters. (sighs) 
okay i talked about hand foot and mouth talked about the little mermaid i talked about our moving week plans um taylor swift you guys know i downloaded a playlist that was all the songs that taylor swift sings on the eras tour because i want to be well versed in all the songs that she sings live because full disclosure i'm not like a huge taylor swift fan i love the popular songs like everybody else um i really love her as a person i think she's great but you know i'm not i don't know all the songs so and she has a shit ton of songs a shit ton on tour, she's singing, I think, 44 songs in one concert. That is bananas. So I want to know all the songs and like be able to sing out loud and wear sparkles and have fun, you know? So I made a playlist of all the songs that she sings one day when I should have been doing work. And I've been listening to it quite regularly and I'm learning a lot of the songs. And then she put out international dates Canada was not on the list and I was just talking to my husband about it and he was saying how after the Blue Jays because the stadium in Toronto was where the Blue Jays play and he was saying how after the Blue Jays uh, what do you call it season this whatever they're playing right now go Jays go they're gonna do a big renovation of the Blue Jays stadium I forget what it's called Rogers Center So he was saying maybe she's unable to book a date because they're doing that renovation. And if she can't play the biggest stadium in Canada, like she's just not going to come to Canada. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, is that true? And then someone else said they already did a renovation of the Blue Jays stadium. And I was like, yeah, but I think they're doing something else now when their season ends. So... If Taylor can't play the biggest stadium in Canada, which I think is the Blue Jays stadium. Now I'm going to have to look that up. I should have one of those fact check uh, sections or segments after each episode talking about all the wrong shit I said. But yeah, if she can't play the Blue Jays stadium, then maybe she's just not going to come to Canada because it won't be worth it, which is shocking. And then if you think about it, this blows my mind. The Blue Jays stadium capacity, and I think this is for a game, so maybe it's more when you can include the floor where the field would be, like more seats. The capacity of the Blue Jays stadium is 40,000. The capacity of Wembley Stadium in London is 90,000. So think about the difference in revenue or income, whatever you want to call it, ticket sales. Like let's say Harry Styles does a, a concert at the Blue Jays stadium he makes X amount of dollars or you pull in however much money you guys, you still have to pay all your people and so on and so forth. But then think about the difference if he were to play the same concert, same amount of time, same amount of effort put in Wembley Stadium. That blows my mind. So that's all. I just was thinking about that the other day. Okay. Well, that's that on that guys. So we'll see. Maybe Taylor Swift will come to Canada. Maybe she won't. Also, fun fact, Beyonce is in Toronto on the 8th, which is Saturday, the day after we move into our new house. And I was like, oh my God, if my mom comes to bring bubbles on the 8th, let's say her and my dad drive up, I think I'll try and get last minute tickets to see Beyonce 
Saturday night. So we'll see. I just, I'm not even a huge, again, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan, but I know her popular songs and I just think it would be an incredible concert and I just want to see it. Like, I just want to go. I should probably get an outfit just in case. (sighs) Okay, guys. Well, this has been swell. Thanks for tuning in to my last episode ever in this office and... I hope everybody's having a lovely summer with their children out of school. And I hope your children are sleeping. Milo's been doing pretty well, knock on wood. Um, We had no jet lag from our Switzerland trip, which was lovely. I'm in my luteal phase right now, though, so I'm tray tired in the afternoon and the evening. Um, I did watch a show with my husband last night, though, so that was special. We watched MasterChef. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, I will see you or talk to you on Tuesday. Bye. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.